This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. Now grab a snack and get ready for Food Fables, where we share original short fiction stories about produce and its connection to people, culture, and more. Dimitri was known for his apple pies at the original farmer's market in Los Angeles, but he was also known for his surprises. Sometimes they came in the form of cranberry or cherry tarts, pumpkin and butternut squash pie, or boysenberry crumble. Today, it was pear streusel. The smell of cinnamon, caramel, and brown sugar danced through the market, calling out to the kids like a sweet lullaby. They tugged at their parents' shirts and motioned them toward Dimitri and his pie shop. Dimitri smiled as he saw the crowd gathering at the community tables. He carried over a tray with slices of streusel, as well as a few other whole pears, all different shapes and sizes. Did you know? Dimitri began as he set down his tray and passed around slices to the crowd. In some Christian contexts, the pear symbolizes purity and innocence, likely because of the fruit's sweetness. He smiled as he handed a pear to a little girl who was sitting at the table next to her brother. It wasn't long before the brother tried to take the fruit from his sister, and a tug-of-war ensued, eventually ending in the big brother's victory. There, there, stop your fighting, Dimitri continued, as he extended his hand to the brother, who sighed as he handed back the pear. After all, the pear is also a symbol of affection in many cultures. The kids both shrugged and looked bashfully at one another, before returning their gaze to the pear in Dimitri's hand and it has also been used to symbolize the human heart which it resembles. Dimitri held his free hand behind his back as he bounced the pear in his other hand, causing the kids to giggle as they bobbed their heads along with the motion. In Chinese, the word for pear, which translates as sharing a pear, is pronounced the same way as the word for separation. This is why tradition says that friends and family should not divide pears between themselves in order to avoid being separated. As Dimitri spoke, he pulled the single pair behind his back, raised his eyebrows as his eyes darted side to side, then returned both hands in front to reveal two pairs cradled in his palms. Ta-da, Dimitri said with a wink. The kids let out an excited squeal, clapping with excitement. Dimitri handed them each their own pair, which they ate through big smiles, plenty of juice dripping down, tickling their chins. In ancient China, pears represent immortality, longevity, and prosperity because pear trees are long-lived and bountiful. In Korea, the pear symbolizes grace and nobility, and the pear tree itself represents comfort. In Korean legends, the pear is known to bestow wisdom, health, and fertility. Homer of ancient Greece, famous author of the epic poem Odyssey, called pears the gift of the gods, and pears were indeed sacred to two Greek goddesses, Hera and Aphrodite as well as the Roman goddess of fruitfulness, Pomona. And of course, throughout time, the pear has starred in folklore from around the world. During the Edo period in Japan, pears were commonly found on the corners of properties to ward off misfortune. My father followed such traditions, 
He would avoid having any doors or gates to our home on the northeastern corner of our property, as tradition held that this direction was the means of misfortune entering our space, called the Devil's Gate. But in the few instances where such a door or gate could not be avoided, what did my father do? He planted a pear tree on the northeastern corner of the property to keep such misfortunes away. Dimitri smiled as he finally took his seat at the table, lost in the memory of his father in the garden tending to the pear tree, explaining the traditions as Dimitri snacked on the juicy, sweet fruit. He took a bite of his own slice of streusel, chewing contently in silence for a moment before saying, I love how cultural traditions can interact with one another, how their meanings reflect one another, connecting our own traditions with those all over the world. That pear tree, serving its purpose in Japanese tradition as our guardian from bad luck, was also a symbol of comfort, just like in Korean tradition. Dimitri took another bite through his own big, childlike smile. I was just thinking of my father. He loved to share his own traditions, as well as tales from across the globe. As we sat there in the garden beneath that pear tree, he also told me a cautionary tale from China about a greedy farmer and an unsuspecting-looking monk. Dimitri finished his streusel, humming with satisfaction at the last bite, and, as usual, with a wipe of his napkin across his lips, like a curtain unveiling the opening act, Dimitri began his story. Dimitri spoke. Once upon a time, there lived a farmer who made his living selling pears in his local market. Over the years, he had perfected his practice, growing the most beautiful, juicy, sweet pears. And as he grew more and more proud, he also grew to be greedy, charging more and more money for his crop. Everyone loves them. I can sell them for just a little more, he'd assure himself with the slyest of smiles. His neighbors would look longingly at the pears in his cart, With each penny more the farmer added to the cost, the less likely it was for the poor neighbors to afford such divine fruits. But the farmer did not seem to care. As long as enough people were purchasing his pears at well above market pricing, he would not even think about lowering it for the sake of his community. In fact, if ever a neighbor or even a family member came to him in need, be it of food, money, or help in some other way, he'd refuse. I work hard to earn my living, he'd answer. No sense in giving what I earn away, is there? Maybe you need to work harder. Neighbors, family, and friends had no rebuttal to his scolding and would cower away feeling less worthy of the farmer and pears than they did before. One day, the farmer was at the market as usual when a monk stopped by his cart. The monk's robes were torn and his bare feet were cut and dirty. He approached the cart, bowing his head humbly to greet the farmer, who looked back upon the monk with questioning eyes. Can I help you? the farmer said sternly, stepping forward between the monk and the golden pears. Kind sir, it has been days since I have eaten. I have no money, I'm afraid, but I would be forever appreciative of your kindness of heart should you spare just a single pear for me. The farmer laughed. I don't think so. These pears are the best you can find, undoubtedly deserving of their price. But the monk did not move. The farmer became angry as he watched market-goers pass by his cart, looking first to the pears, then to the monk, their eyes scanning him from head to toe as they walked by. I said I will not degrade my crop by giving it away for free. Now move along. You are standing between me and my business. Sir, you must have more than a hundred pears in your cart. I am asking you only for one. I am a priest. Your good deed will not go unseen. Good karma will surely come your way. If only you could find the kindness. What part of no do you not understand? Are you deaf, old man? Now be gone. 
or must I call someone to remove you from in front of my cart? But please, the monk begged once more. The farmer lost his temper completely and screamed, Don't you understand what I'm saying? I'm saying no. Be gone with you. By this time, the two men had attracted quite a crowd. Market goers and local business owners came to see what the noise was all about. What's going on? Someone asked. That greedy farmer won't give the poor old monk one of his pears, someone else answered. Just give him a rotten pear, someone suggested. But the farmer was stubborn and refused the idea immediately. Finally, a young bartender from next door came to see what all the commotion was about, as he noticed many of his own patrons had left to watch the spectacle. He was worried that the noise might affect his own business, but he also felt sorry for the poor, old, hungry monk, and so he offered to buy him the pear. Feed the man, he said to the farmer as he handed over the money. The farmer took the money with a grin and tossed the pear carelessly to the old monk, who nearly dropped it. The monk smiled, holding the pear in both hands. Thank you, he said, bowing graciously to the bartender. Now let me tell you a secret, he said, turning to face the full crowd. I, too, have a lot of high-quality pears, and you will all be lucky enough to taste them as you stand here with me today. Now the crowd was puzzled. Wait, but why would you beg for a pear if you have many? Someone asked. You are starving, aren't you? Why would you give away your pear? Said another. Ah, you see, I only needed this pear's seed to grow my own tree. The farmer burst into laughter. Oh, yeah, sure. He'll grow a pear tree of his own. What a fool you are, old man. Some of the crowd chuckled along with the farmer, but the monk, still smiling, ate the pear in peace, saving in the palm of his hand a single seed. He dug a small hole at his feet, dropped the seed into the earth, covering it with dirt. All the while, the crowd became quiet and still, watching the monk's every move. A nearby peddler offered the monk a pitcher of water, which he poured slowly over the planted seed as he whispered. The only word from his spell that the crowd could make out was, Grow. What is he doing? People whispered. He must be crazy. The monk stood up and stepped back, raising his finger to his lips and then pointing at the ground. Watch, he said. Everyone stared at the spot, including the farmer, and sure enough, they saw a stem break through from the ground. Within the blink of an eye, the stem grew taller and taller, and plump, juicy pears began to appear in masses along the single stalk. The crowd gasped and cheered in amazement as the monk began to pluck the pears one by one, handing them out to his neighbors. Before long, the monk had given away all of the pears that grew on his magical tree. Even the farmer was given a pear, which he took but did not eat, though his mouth hung open in shock. When he was finished, the monk chopped down the stalk and walked away as mysteriously as he had appeared, with the stalk slung over his shoulder. The farmer stood still for a few moments longer, then shook his head and wiped his brow, returning himself into the moment. But when he turned back to face his cart, he found that all of his pears were gone. No, what? How can this be? The farmer held both hands firmly against the sides of his head, closing his eyes tight, then reopening, as if hoping for a different outcome. And then, as he looked again, he saw that the handlebars on his cart were gone too. He let his hands fall helplessly to his sides. The monk, he whispered as he realized that he had been tricked. The stock that the monk carried away over his shoulder was in fact the cart handle, and the pears were none other than the fruits from the farmer's own cart. The crowd, still enjoying their pears, shook their heads shamefully. Some even laughed as the bartender called out from the back of the crowd, That's what happens when you become too greedy.
The end. Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. Be sure to follow at Specially Produce App on Instagram for some amazing produce photos. And while you're on there, give us a follow at Plated Earth. Tune in next time for the latest food buzz. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time.